I'm Bill. And I'm T-Dog. And this is a special mini-sode called Are You, Are you there? there? Two, Two films. films. It's me. me. Too curious. Nailed it. Nailed it. Did it in one, as far as you know. <laughs> uh, we have realized that we've been on a bit of a bit of a hiatus where we've got some things in the works, some shit in the pipeline. Uh, yeah. But we decided that we would talk to you or have a mini-sode. Mm-hmm. There are still two of us, and we're both curious. So that hasn't changed. That hasn't changed. We're talking about mini films, which is my shoehorn in to allow me to do the three <laughs> films too curious that I want to do in the future. So there we go. We'll talk about that off we'll, camera. We'll get, we'll get there. <laughs> uh, this we we think actually that we're probably going to do these a couple of times. We we uh, they're easier to record a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, they won't take as long. We'll probably do them even even when we're on a more regular yeah. production schedule, just for fun, just for fun. Um, but uh, because nobody wants to hear two non-famous white guys just sit and talk about nonsense, we still have a topic. Yes. And it, and it is movies. Still. Right. Uh, this week, actually, before we get into the topic, uh, shout out to, uh, co-tagonist Chris for pro- providing our wine mm-hmm. and co-tagonist, a man named Nick. Uh, who is our, our only our Patreon, patron? Yes, our only patron on Patreon, uh, and he should have in the mail or maybe in hand at this point in the game uh, one of our very cool limited edition vinyl stickers. Yeah, two films, two curious, a podcast by Bill and T Dog sticker. If you too would like a sticker, check out our Patreon. Check out our Patreon. If you go to our Facebook page in the About section, I think our website is the Patreon link. Um, if you just go to Patreon and search Two Films Too Curious, You'll if you go to us. Google and search Two Films Too Curious Patreon, Google's pretty smart. It'll, it'll get you where you need to go. Maybe not on the first page, but you'll get no, there. No, you'll get there. <laughs> Click I'm Feeling Lucky. Is that still a thing? Can you still do that? I think so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Click I'm Feeling Lucky. Maybe you'll, uh, you know. And it's a movie reference. Ah. Is it? I don't know. Oh. I was thinking Daft Punk. Oh. Yeah. I was thinking You Feeling Lucky. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Dirty Harry, I'm which uh, they they watch in the movie Zodiac because it's based on a Zodiac killer, and that's full circle. So thank you guys so much for listening to our mini show. Well, we said mini. We Are you there? Two, two films, films. It's, it's me. Too, too curious. curious. And uh, we'll see you later. We love you. <laughs> nah, we're kidding. Uh, the topic for today, uh, every Friday, uh, with amongst my uh, friends, family, and Others. So you're thinking of another word for F. Right. Friends, family, and, and for acquaintances. Faux workers. <laughs> uh, I ask a question on Fridays. It's a Friday movie question. Yep. And it's just sort of like, what's your favorite sports movie? Like, what's just, just you know, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be a casual conversation. It's not supposed to be like a, like a whole thing. And it's, we're not here to, we're not here to. Try and figure out, like, oh, hey, tell me what hot takes you have on movies yeah. or how many of the AFI top 100 have you seen. We don't care about that. We just want to know what kind of movies you like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's been fun watching as this list sort of evolves from uh, unexpected answers from people, people who, who have a hard time answering some of these questions, depending on the question, people who have had a really quick time answering these mm-hmm. questions. And uh, we thought that today we would go through some of our answers to some of these questions and just for fun. Just so that you can get a better idea, you know, of who who is this too curious? Why and why are they curious? Why are they curious? What made them curious? What are they watching? Is it films? Is it? 
How many of them <laughs> in a sitting would you say? Two? Anyways, uh, so uh, I think that we'll, we'll, we're going to go back and forth asking each other these questions and answering them just to see, and we'll talk about these movies as we go along. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we'll start with a question that started it all. I think I was, you know, if I was going to ask first question, that's what I was going to ask. Weirdest movies, oddly, although it's not that order on the sheet. Weirdest movie. What is the weirdest movie you've ever seen? Was the first question recorded on the Friday Movie Question spreadsheet. So I pose to you, T Dog. Mm-hmm. What's the weirdest movie you've ever seen? That's definitely Brazil. Okay. With what's his name? Jonathan Price. Price. Yeah. I thought that, and I thought that's not that's not a real name. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, that is him. The High Sparrow, as it were. Yes. From that show that ended. Yeah, it's certainly <laughs> ended. Um, no, but that that's like a weird. It's it reminds me. It's like an avant-garde film in a way because it's just weird. It's a little odd. It's it's bizarre on a level that doesn't make sense to me, but I know that it makes sense. That, tell us about. Tell us a little bit about the movie. That makes sense. It does. It does. Um, <clears throat> so it's like this kind of i like to call it like a boring dystopia yeah because it's just like it's a dystopia because of the bureaucracy is basically yeah. what it boils down to um i don't remember so much of the movie to be honest, <laughs> but well it's jonathan, on our shelf so yeah, once we get there jonathan price's character uh isn't he just kind of like a paper pusher kind of middle yeah middle management like he doesn't really do anything important but also is a step above like the you know a like a lowest level of worker. Yeah. Um, and just his kind of experience with all this bureaucracy. At one point, like a pipe or something in his house busts. Yeah. And he's got to do fill out the specific form and do this and do that. And this guy shows up who's just like a vigilante plumber. De Niro. Yeah. And fixes it. And he's like, what? Yeah. He's like, yeah, but don't tell anyone that I was here. Because <laughs> you'll also get in trouble. Um. I remember that his mom, mom gets like a plastic surgery that makes her young again. Yeah, but it fucks up. Yeah, I know, like her face is melting and stuff. This yeah. is like when he gets trippy. And then I remember that it ends very... Like gut punch. Yeah. He's getting tortured. Very, It's very 1980. It's almost like a riff on 1984. Yeah. Uh, he's getting like tortured, brainwashed, and that plumber guy busts in and a bunch of other people that he knows. This is like the woman he's in love mm-hmm. with too. And then he escapes, and then you find out that now nah, they lobotomized him. He just imagined all that. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's a good movie. I highly encourage uh, watching it. But yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty weird. Uh, I have two. The uh, first two one, films. Yeah, and boy, are both of them curious <laughs> movies. Uh, the first one is a movie called Control Alt Delete. Uh, not the webcomic. Not the webcomic. Is this oddly plus? weirder? <laughs> oh, 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 the plot of Control Alt Delete is uh, a man who has become disaffected, dis- disinterested in uh, his sexual relationship with his wife and internet porn. Decides that he is now sexually attracted to his actual Computers? computer. Okay. He drills a hole in his not, computer. It's not like her. No. It's not like there's an AI. It's just... Well, no. No. At the end, it gets a little weird. Okay. Not that that wasn't incredibly bizarre, watching as the man drills a hole into his computer tower and put bubble wrap in it, and then, so you know... fuck it. Yeah. Right. Uh, he ends up doing the same thing to a server that's overloading and saves Y2K by bringing the server to orgasm. 
<laughs> that was a movie that used to be on Netflix. Netflix was wildin' back in the uh, in the 2010s, uh, but it was on Netflix. Uh, and uh, a buddy of mine, first time, yeah, a buddy. We were at I was at a buddy of mine's house, um, and we were we had just finished uh, collectively eating an entire side of beef. And we were going to sit down and watch a movie. And it was David's turn to pick a movie. And David's scrolling through and he sees one that says, Control-Alt-Delete, a quirky office comedy. And we were like, oh, like Office Space. <laughs> and we get about 10 minutes in and we realize this man is literally having sex with his computer. It's office Space, but he f- they fuck the printer. Right. They don't no. break it. And so we're, 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 like, we're like 10 minutes in and David's like, we don't have to watch this. I'm like, no, no, no. You will live in your shame. We're finishing this. Also, I feel like if I started that movie, I would have to finish it. I think Nick and Jack did. Or Nick did. I don't think Jack did. I think Nick did. Yeah, it's, boy, it's rough. And my other movie is a movie called Army of Frankensteins. And I know about this one. Army of Frankensteins it's is... not Frankenstein's Army. No, Frankenstein's Army is good. You want to find a good found footage movie about Frankensteins and World War II and Russians and stuff? Peep you that Frankenstein, Frankenstein's Army. That's a good movie. Army of Frankensteins is about a kid who works at a grocery store. Kid. Young adult. Who works at a grocery store. He's going to propose to his girlfriend. And this whole thing happens. And he's like uh, discouraged. And he runs away. And uh, he gets kidnapped by some sort of weird cyberpunk looking kid. Um, and they go. They take him to Dr. Frankenstein's lair. And he. They need his eye. To put into the Frankenstein's monster. And again they overload this thing. And it creates clones of the Frankensteins and then sends them all back in time to the Civil War times. Of course. Uh, the guy, because Frankenstein has his eyeball, he can now see what Frankenstein is doing. Uh, the main Frankenstein's monster is like the Ur-Frankenstein monster and like he can control the other ones or something like that. Um, it's really pretty not good well like even (laughs) it gets really dicey it's not woke Mm -mm. the conversation with the recently freed slave being like you and me we're frank we're we people don't like us she says to the frankenstein's monster the south doesn't get us but the north will love us and i thought i don't know if we need to be out here drawing the comparison drawing that particular comparison (laughs) Especially because I don't think like I think like, like it's obviously played for laughs, and that's that's so it's worse than oh if they were trying to be serious. About right, it. <laughs> uh, it's a lot. Uh, at the end of the movie, they go to the White House, and the Frankenstein's monster is thanked for ending the Does war. He get a medal? He's put on the five dollar bill. <laughs> but he falls off the balcony after Abraham Lincoln pulls out an axe and kills John Wilkes Booth. Frankenstein's monster falls off the balcony onto Abraham Lincoln and crushes him to death. Wow. Christian with death so hard he got crushed to death. You're right. So, uh, not a great movie. Very weird. Well, that kind of story would have been too intense for a fledgling fledgling nation to endure <laughs> so they had to say that true john wilkes booth shot him right makes much more sense <laughs> they didn't want to have to explain it <laughs> all right which uh, what question do you have for us for me um, for us for the two of us for us two who are curious what is your favorite bad movie Okay, so my favorite bad movie. This was a bad tough... in quotes. Right. Yeah. So the the understanding with this question is you're picking a movie that is generally considered 
not of a caliber, but is still enjoyable, right? Yeah. So, uh, at mine, I guess, is... I, I had trouble with this one. Um, but mine was the animated Lord of the Rings, the Ralph Bakshi mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. It's not finished. Yeah. Both A, it didn't he didn't get to do the sequel that he wanted to do, but then also B, it physically unfinished the animation in, par- in parts is half done, if not none done. Um, but I think that it's it's a genuinely enjoyable movie and you can see the way that Peter Jackson drew heavily from it specifically and not just the from books. It, from Stephen from King's Stephen it. King's it. <laughs> the weird like coming of age orgy thing in Lord of the Rings was so such an odd <laughs> choice, but I thought it was really well done. Very tasteful. No, that uh, you can you can see cadences of lines from the animated Lord of the Rings yes, that absolutely. Peter Jackson um, co-opted for the live action one and I think that he did it he, he recognized the beauty of that movie at that point and, that was the only Lord it, of the Rings movie so well that and the Rankin and Bass Return of the King Ooh. <laughs> well I mean but that even picks up right where that one ended right so right, if you want to watch but, Fellowship all you got is mm, yeah is mm, Bakshi yeah no that's true that's true what is your favorite bad movie uh <clears throat> Well, so you know, as I'm looking at my list of questions, uh-huh. and also both Brazil and this one, you have shown me. Oh, you're welcome. And most of these on this, you have shown me. <laughs> I mean, isn't that the reason behind the whole podcast? It's not, yeah. actually. <laughs> uh, mine is Boondock Saints. I like that movie. If only, and I was as I was thinking about it today, I could, I could not care less about the actual main story that's going on Mm-mm. i love willem dafoe's character god he's so, so good much. in that he's, he's so, so good, in that good. Movie. <laughs> i love his just how weird he is oh yeah do you I won't know, even uh, say weird i'll say non-conformative yes because i wouldn't say he's weird no uh, but i would say he's certainly not the average person yeah. in that movie and i think it's awesome <laughs> i like i like his banter with the cops yes He's like, he's I'm obviously an expert in on... <laughs> But he's just, like, obviously on such a different level than anyone else. Yeah. Especially, like, the other fellow police officers yeah. and stuff. I like that movie. You know the you know the story as to why it was a box office bomb? Like, it's one oh, of the it biggest... Yeah. It's yeah. one of the biggest differences in, like... Critic, critic and, and, and... Audience score. Right. But it, it was such a bomb at the box office because... A movie about vigilante justice dispatched by trench coat wearing gun wielding brothers came right out the weekend after... of the oh, Columbine. The shooting. weekend of even. yeah, like wow. Columbine, and then days later, Doc Saints. So not their fault. They couldn't have known. Optics were bad. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I like that movie a lot. That that reminds me of how. Just how certain events like that will change. If movies are still in production, they'll change the movie. Oh, yeah. I remember specifically the trailer for the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man had the Twin Towers in it. Yeah. And he, he's like, helicopter got trapped in a big web between the, t- the two towers. And you're like, yeah. oh, it's cool. Totally changed before the movie came out. They, uh, um, There's a line in Doctor Strangelove where they're going through their... Um, their like emergency kits for if they crash land in russia mm-hmm. and it's like it's it's so silly it's like it's a hundred dollars in american dollars and a hundred dollars in in rubles and it's 
medicine. Yeah, same. <laughs> it's it's medicine and like a revolver and like a pocket Russian translation guide slash New Testament Bible <laughs> and like condoms. <laughs> and the guy says the the audio that he says is man, guy could have a lot of fun in Vegas with a kit like this. He says it right after I think the revolver. Um. The original line was, man, guy could have a lot of fun in Dallas with a kit like this. And then oh, Kennedy was shot. Yeah. And so they had delay, they delayed production for like a year. It came out the next year. Uh, and there's some thought that that cost them the Best Picture Oscar. There's some thought that based on the movies that had come out the year prior, yeah, they, they would have won. won. And based on the movies that came out the year that it came out, it did they not have did a not. chance. Yeah. So that's a, that's a bummer. But you can see his mouth still says Dallas. Dallas. Interesting. Yeah. Um, let's see. What is, what is a movie that inspires you? A movie, oh, a movie that inspires me. So I changed my answer to this. It was initially Ratatouille. Okay. Because anyone can cook. I, I think that's beautiful. Yeah. That's such a good tagline. Um, but my movie that inspires me now is also, is still Disney. I mean, Pixar owned by Disney. Mm. Um, it is her, the animated Hercules movie. It came out in ninety seven. Oh, yeah. That's that's to me in my formative childhood years because I would have been five. That's when the year my brother was born, ninety seven. Um, that was like the formative movie to me of a person making a, the ultimate sacrifice, like when he dives into the pool of souls at the end. Yeah. And he's prepared to just completely die so that he can save Meg. Yeah. And he doesn't die because he's Hercules. Right. But. That, that, that always inspires me, like, make the right choice. Yeah. Do the right thing. I like that. WWHD. What would Hercules do? <laughs> that, uh, we're going to get that as a t-shirt. <laughs> it'll be in, our, it'll be in our, our store if we ever have a store, ever. Uh, a movie it would be really cool to have a physical store. Oh, it would, would make no sense. It, but it would be so cool. nonsense. <laughs> it's staffed the second Saturday of every month. Uh, from 5.30 to 9 p.m. because uh, I work Saturdays. Well, almost all of our fans are in the area that we know of, so... Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way, just as a fun thing, feel free to post on our Facebook group if you're listening to this now and don't live in the DFW. We think that'd be neat if you posted on our Facebook. And just just don't even, like, say the context. Just post on the wall of our Facebook group where you're from. Don't say even, I'm from blah, blah, blah. Just say blah, blah, blah. You know. Because it's weird. A movie that inspires me is Mystery Men, and I don't have a good answer as to why, but we'll talk about it a little bit. Um, I guess I kind of have an answer as to why. Mystery Men, as a movie, as a concept, is indicative of the level of silliness taken very seriously that I try and put into anything that I do. Into life. In the life into like love. the love no nah, well maybe not love. uh i try to take that a little more seriously uh no but like anytime i've tried to write something or i mean you saw that i mean the, the sticker for the podcast or when I, I do silly photoshop pictures for the podcast like I, I i like to do silly things to their maximum mm-hmm. level and I think Mystery Man is such a good example of that and such a well-made example of that. Like, just the absurdity of some of the characters, like the seriousness with which they rattle off, like, uh, you know, Armageddon's in exile, uh, Baron Von Chaos got the chair, <laughs> Casanova Frankenstein's locked in a nut house. And, like, they're saying these names 
not like, oh, aren't these supervillains evil? They're just like, like Frankie Joe's in jail, <laughs> Bobby James is in jail, Keith Urban's and blah 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 or whatever. Got the chair. You got the chair. Yeah, <laughs> and I love. I just I love I love that movie and every time I watch it it makes me want it makes me think I want to do the things that I like to create. Yeah. So there you go. That's a good good answer. Thank you. My question for you now. Yes. What an exam a movie tradition that you have. Ah, okay. What do I have on here? Oh, so this is so when I had asked this question initially on the Friday movie question thing, I had said that there there are like sort of a couple of ways you can take it, but the two ways that people tended to take it were either a movie that they like to watch at a certain time of mm-hmm. year, or a movie that like I think they like to do while they watch that movie. Mm-hmm. For example, mine is that uh my dad was on this huge kettle corn kick when Star Wars Episode One: Phantom Menace came out Classic on VHS. There you kettle go, corn kettle kick. corn kick. Ooh, this is not a political. It's not a political <laughs> podcast. I mean, it is. Fuck the KKK. Um, Hashtag fuck the KKK. I'm gonna put that on a T-shirt too. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, because of that, every time I eat kettle corn, I want to watch Episode One, Star Wars Episode One, and every time I watch Star Wars Episode One, I want to eat kettle corn. corn. And I don't do it as often as I, I ought to, but that's sort of the that's sort of the thing. Watch there. Star Wars or eat kettle corn. Do both <laughs> concurrently. What about you? Uh, mine. Is, so I realized that I I may have something like that buried deep in the recesses of my mind that I just can't think of. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's when I took I took movie tradition as like something that you like to do just when you watch movies yeah yeah and mine mine isn't something that i actively do it's something that i would like to do more often is just go to the theater by myself and watch a movie that's how i saw into the spider-verse just went to alamo draft house hashtag alamo draft house is awesome got it's me some fried awesome. pickles got me a dark side cider boom Watched spider-verse and it was awesome it was so nice it was it was a different experience and i was initially nervous to be like because there's the weird social stigma of like who goes to see movies by themselves but really like i've always thought going to see a movie as a first date is a really bad it's idea it's really not great you even as an early date just because there's no cho- choice for interaction and honestly if i'm at the movie theater and someone's trying to interact i already don't like that person right you know <laughs> i mean i i've recently watched a, a video uh from a known neckbeard um, who I generally hate the things that he has to say about movies. But uh, he had said something about going to a movie as a... going to the movies as a social thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I was redoubled in my my interest in being able to be a part of a community watching a movie. Yes. But that's different, I think, from, from wanting to go with a person to watch a movie. You can yes. be a part of that community and enjoy the oohs and ahs of the movie without having to, you know, be attentive to the person that's also with you. I need to go to a movie by myself. I've never been to a... That's not true. I went to one movie by myself. Was it Batman? I've been to two movies by myself. <laughs> I saw Dark Knight Rises by myself. You saw the first half. Yeah, and then I had to pick up Jack and we came back and watched it again. Um, and I saw Pixels by myself. Ah. So, I liked those experiences. I need to do that I mean, more. I think, I think that shared experience is is heightened by release night things and just by big cultural things. Star Wars on opening night. Marvel movies on opening night. 
Yeah. Or always like a big. It's it. I think something is added by you're you're only got fellow fans in there. Right. No one's there seeing opening night because they're like they're like. I wonder what this movie is. Yeah. Hey, have you guys heard of a Star yeah. Wars? Do I need to watch the other eight before I can see this one? <laughs> but I just think that it, it, it makes it... The other ten? The energy is different. Yeah. And it's nice having those reactions of people. When I saw Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse in the theater, there were three other people in the theater. <laughs> That's how it was, was actually, I guess, lovely. four when I saw <laughs> Pixels. But yeah. And two of them were sitting right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> Until they moved about halfway through the movie. And they realized that no one else was going to come. Classic. <laughs> All right, I think we have time for one more. Do you have Do you have one that you're interested in asking? It's technically my turn, but uh, I'm just excited that we're doing it. I think that a good question for our, for, for this first mini-sode is the movie that's most important to your fundament. Okay. Because that that just that has a lot of stuff in it behind yeah. it. Uh, I struggled with this one a lot, actually. I left this one blank for a very long time on the spreadsheet. Because I don't know if I was comfortable putting the answer down. It's Star Wars 4 is the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, that movie, I, I, I've joked before, people are like, they ask, you know, Bill, are you a big Star Wars fan? And I said, I like Star Wars in as much as I like like breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know really a life that's not yeah. fully immersed in the idea of Star Wars. But the one that I, the one that is the one is Star Wars 4. Yeah. The one, maybe as a kid I liked others better. I liked Return of the Jedi a lot as a kid. But I think around, like, junior high, that was it. That was the thing. I just did Star Wars. And it was Star Wars 4 was the first one that I was, or that was the one that was top in my list. Mm-hmm. And so, that I mean, my love for watching movies and collecting movies and quoting movies and talking about movies, at the core of that is Star Wars. I own, what, 12 copies of A New Hope uh, on various formats. Mm-hmm. I like to discuss the merits or whatever of some of the changes that have been made in that movie. I have at least one Star Wars parody, two Star Wars parody films on DVD. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just, that's the that's the crux of it for me. That's the one, that's, that's where it's it all starts. One. Long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. I'm saying. Um, mine, I just wrote Lord of the Rings, but I, I can narrow that down. It's it's Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. While Return of the King is my favorite because I love endings and tying everything up in a neat little bow. Mm-hmm. And like the movie's over. The series, the trilogy's over. Fellowship of the Ring is the one that I know the most. And... It's just, it's how it all started. It, that was the movie, like, Star Wars 4. Like, that was the the first one. That was the movie that that made me like movies so much. Yeah. It was the book that made me like books so much. Like, it, it was the, the genesis of all those things. Yeah. It was the Genesis video game that made you like Sega Genesis so much. Yeah, exactly. That's why I love the band Genesis, too. Yeah. Oh, no, fuck. It sticks. I was going to say, Genesis wrote that weird-ass <laughs> Lords of the Rings song, but that sticks that wrote it. If you get a chance, this is fully unrelated, although it's, I guess, a little bit related. <laughs> Do yourself a favor and look up Sticks, the Lords of the Ring. Because it's as if somebody was told, hey, you should write a song about Lord of the Rings. And they're like, oh, yeah, Lords of the Ring? Yeah, I'm going to do it. And they're like, oh, do you have your Reddit? And they're like, read what? No, we're going to write that song now. <laughs> it's the worst. Um, but that's also the one that I've seen the most. And then the only one that I can still know what's from the extended and what's not. 
Because yeah. for a long, long time, probably like 10 years, the only Lord of the Rings I owned was Fellowship of the Ring theatrical edition. So yeah. until one fateful day, I told my dad I needed like $100 for books. Yeah. And then I went and bought all the extended <laughs> DVDs and the books. I was like, I need, I need it know, for college textbooks, man. Full disclosure, <laughs> I would not be surprised if your dad was like, yeah, right. Like, that seems like something, now after the fact, your dad would be like, no, nah, that makes sense. That was like freshman year of college, I think, that I did that. I had to get my copies of the extended edition freshman year. I lived Was off campus. Half price? Uh, That's where I bought mine. Two at half price and one I bought online because I couldn't find a copy on half price, but all used. Um, but I needed, I knew I needed every copy of Lord of the Rings and I knew I needed every copy of Star Wars mm-hmm. because I needed them at my place of residence and I was no longer living with my parents, so I yep. couldn't use their copies. And then my dad got rid of some of his copies when he got rid of a bunch of his DVDs. And he asked Jack, he was like, hey, do you think Will might want these? And he's like, nah, probably not. And now I don't have access to any of those DVDs. There were a lot of great DVDs there. But it's okay. It's okay. It's not like I'm the person in the family that collects DVDs. It's fine. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's not actually making that upset. Uh, yeah, I think that I think that this was a fun thing. I'm not good. sure that's that the next questions. time. That's five questions. Two curious five questions. <laughs> I don't think that I don't think that the next one necessarily will be more of these, although it could be, I guess. Um, but we'll have a we'll have another mini sode, uh, maybe after point. our next episode, regular episode. Yeah. Uh, but uh, if you if you really enjoyed this episode, feel free to comment or leave a review, send or us an email, anything. If you didn't like this episode, please tell us only in person, in private, so that nobody else can hear how That's shit we are. <laughs> And how much we're crying. And how much we're crying, <laughs> mostly. Anyways, uh, I think that's it. I just got to wait until we hit actually 30 seconds. Hey, oh, and there 30 we go. Minutes. Thank you so much. We did it. Thank you for listening. And, Thanks, uh, and we love you. We love you.